the great Philly Godfather. How are you, man? Great, man. Just trying to keep safe, trying to keep busy, setting up the new office, uh, getting ready for uh, sports to come back, getting ready for all the action so we can start firing again. Played a little bit of basketball, and now I'm on the radio with the two legends of uh, Philly radio, Harry Mays and Tony Bruno. It's an honor. And don't forget national radio, man. We know we're not just keeping it local anymore. This is we're internationally known now, Philly Godfather, as you well know. It's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. Now I saw the picture of your office, and everybody's posting those now. But I saw you playing basketball. You even like were putting bets on whether you made the shot. So you're taking a shot. You're on your own house. It's in your own backyard. So you didn't have to get a couple pieces of two by fours and seal your rim to prevent you from going outside on your own property to play with your kids, right? Yeah, we got 10 acres over here. We got basketball courts, tennis courts, alpacas, you name it, we got them. Beautiful. Now, people want to know when you're, uh, when you're going to post pictures of your, your C6 Corvette with the chrome spinning rims. Do you have any, <laughs> do you have any pictures of that? Now, I haven't gotten a new one yet. I'm going to wait off, man. This, uh, this uh, pandemic has slowed down business big time, so it's better to play safe than sorry. Hey, PGF, if this thing goes on uh, much longer, I, can I come down there and at least, like, uh, design a golf hole on your 10 acres you know like a green a green i'll even put a bunker in and everything t- at a tee box the whole i think he's nine. got a bunker already well, he in the basement. yeah he <laughs> yeah. built well he doesn't have sand in his no. bunker <laughs> <laughs> uh, anytime you want Harry, you're invited man come on over i may be coming down there and pitching a tent for, for, for a long yeah. i need to get out of the city man i gotta get the hell out of here and get to some fresh air i know i mean it's an outrage all right now we got action and we, we're, the first thing we're talking about is the Gronk effect, mm-hmm. which is, you know, because last year you hit, you know, I mean, you had LSU before anybody even knew about it. You had the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC before anybody knew about it. So it's all about looking, projecting what's going to happen in the future. You know, there's a lot of bets you can make today and then find out tonight. When you can look seven, eight, nine, ten months ahead, that's when you know you've got it going on, my friend. Yeah, you got to. You know, be ahead of the curve. you got to get the best of the number. And, again, this year, back in early March on Twitter, gave out Tampa Bay at 50-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl before the Tom Brady news, and we gave them out at plus 700 to win the South. So uh, we're sitting on some pretty good numbers, and everyone that followed me on Twitter sitting on a great number, and all my members at thephillygodfather.com, we're sitting pretty. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay is going to be a beast this year. And people always, talk, you know, people always love betting against New England because you were always paying a premium to back that team. And the line would always be inflated. But guess what? They kept covering. They made you rich. So I think the same thing's going to happen this year with Tampa Bay. Now, the line went from 14 to 1. They're down to 12 to 1. Is that going to go lower? Because you know what happens. People are going to get excited. and they're going Because I think 12 to 1 is a pretty good number right now. Oh, it's a great number. I've even seen it as low as 10 to 1. So the Gronk effect is real. The Tom Brady effect is big time. And their season win totals went from 9 to 9.5. I've seen them as high as 10 which is tough in that division. There's some good teams with the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons are going to supposed to be much better. So 10's a tough number. Over 9, I think, was an easy, easy bet. 10, 10 and a half gets a little shady, so you got to be careful when you, you know, when you're placing these wagers. All right, what about uh, tonight with the draft, what, where Tua gets drafted? I'm very curious about, about that. Over 4.5, over 3.5 are some of the, uh, uh, the numbers I'm looking at, minus 210 is over 3.5, minus 225 over 4.5. What would you do with that? I mean, he's banged up. And anytime there's a lot of uncertainty in any market, whether it's you know stock market, real estate market, and now you've got the draft, guys that were banked up tend to fall, man. And I, I, I mean, you can even go over 5.5 plus 150 I've seen out there if you don't want to lay uh, the heavy number. I think he's going to drop. I, I, I can't see him go under, under five and a half. I'll go over four and a half, over five and a half, 
Uh, if you don't want to lay the heavy juice, go over five and a half. Well, you know, if, wow. you, if he's the second pick, which he's not going to be, that would be unless there's a crazy development. Yeah, Sixteen I don't see to that. one. Uh, as the fourth pick, he's seventeen to two. As the third pick, he's nine to two. Sixth pick, fifteen to four. But the fifth pick is where a lot of people think he may wind up in the Miami situation. It's eight to five. Honestly, I think he can go to the Chargers at six. My, Miami is that team that can mess up everyone's mock draft because they got three picks in the first round. They got fourteen picks overall. So if they move up to trade up to number three to grab an offensive tackle. Then that changes everything. But I think they're going to go after Herbert. I, I think people, you know, these teams are scared of Tua. It's one of those years where anyone that was banked up is going to drop, whether you're a quarterback, whether you're a wide receiver, whether you're an offensive lineman. If you're banked up, you're going to drop down in this draft because these teams couldn't look at these players they, the way they wanted to. I mean, it's just a lot of uncertainty. And I think teams are going to play it safe. I think they're going to be looking at a lot more offensive linemen. You've got a lot of great wide receivers in this draft. You got, you know, four solid quarterbacks are definitely going to go in the first round: Burrow, Herbert, uh, Love, and Tua. It just depends how high you think Tua is going to go. And with that type of injury that he has, I mean, that's that's not a shoulder injury. That's that's that Bo Jackson injury, and that could be very serious. He's the type of player that loves to to draw contact, to make plays happen. That's a dangerous proposition for any one of these teams to pick him this high in the draft. This I, yeah, I, need, I, need, I need a lock. I need, I, well, this almost always, seems too easy. I got one here. Yeah, I need a lock. Total players from Clemson drafted in the first round. It's over one and a half. I, it's easily two, right? Yeah, but what, do you, what is it, minus 120? Well, no, it's minus 225. You got to lay 225. That's some heavy juice. I, I, like, you know, I, like, I like under a half a running back picked in the first round. I don't think DeAndre Swift gets picked. You don't think so? Yeah, so you can grab plus 150, so you're getting positive money. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically a coin flip, and they're giving you plus 150 on a coin flip. I want to take that bet every time. Philly Godfather, you can follow him on Twitter at Philly Godfather. Betting against a local kid. How about that? It's not about, you Man. know, it's not, loyalty is only as uh, thin as your wallet right now, Harry. <laughs> Mine's pretty thin. I need action. I need action. I'm not going to go online and, 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 and play dumb video games. I need legitimate action. Quarterbacks plus running backs <laughs> drafted in the first round under five. You like that? Quarterbacks and running backs under five? Yeah. yeah. What, what, you get plus money on that? Uh, no, it's minus 140. Wow. Yeah, I like that. I would lay that 140. Okay. I also like over 16 and a half offensive players uh, in the first round. You got so many offensive linemen. You got eight or nine guys. A lot of wide play. receivers. Yep. Yeah, you got quarterbacks. Wide receivers. You got four quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. C.D. Lamb under 12 and a half. I laid 150 on it. I think that number went up to as high as 200 or 220. Uh, the Raiders are looking to get him, but if the Broncos trade up to number 11, mm-hmm. uh, number 10, so they, they might be able to grab him early. Right. Uh, like that bet. Uh, you think else? he's definitely uh, the first wide receiver out, off the board? Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely first wide receiver off the board like that. Derek Brown is intriguing. He's a monster. He's a man-child, over 320 pounds. Mm-hmm. I went under seven and a half. I just think he's probably the fourth best player in this draft. I think someone's going to grab him. Laid 150 on that. Uh, C.D. Lamb, like we talked about, total offensive players over. Uh, Tua over four and a half or five and a half, whatever you want. You know, which way you want to go, whether you want to lay the big juice on it or take the plus money at over five and a half. And uh, they're, they're pretty much my safer bets. A couple of years ago, I got some solid intel on Joey Bosa when we went under three and a half plus 500. I gave it out on Twitter for free. This year... Uh, the intel just ain't there, man. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of these teams are, are hesitant. They're flip-flopping every day. You're hearing different you know, news on every team all the time. And uh, nothing, you know, nothing that we can actually bury that I can give out an all-out burial alert right. on Twitter. Is there, so, 
Is there a prop for Jerry Judy now that he's one of the guys that uh, is rumored to fall a little bit? Uh, Jerry, I think it was what, over twelve and a half plus a buck fifteen or a buck twenty under. It's still juice at a minus one forty-five. So he's probably going to go to the Forty ers thirteen. Uh, so I would go over twelve and a half, take yeah. the plus money there because that's also a coin flip. And, you know, on coin flips, I'm always taking the plus money. I'm hearing whispers of uh, the Giants plus three hundred uh, worse. Oh yeah, from that's Iowa. what I'm hearing. Whispers under eight and a half, minus one forty. You can you can take that also. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably the best offensive lineman uh, in this draft. Uh, I mean, him and Wills. But I'm hearing that they're going after worse. So if you get plus 300, you got to make the wager. You're here to make money. You're not here to lay heavy odds. Right. Because you get crushed that way. You know, my biggest question is with all of these numbers and stuff, because obviously when we have games, we know, and, 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 and people who don't like gambling, guess what? It's bigger than ever. When the NFL starts embracing and starts putting up point spreads now on the screens on games, you know they have finally come in. They're like Pennsylvania with liquor laws. Yeah. They've been resisting <laughs> so long to have people acknowledge that you can bet on football, and now the states are making money from it. Then they finally now embrace it. So everybody wants the, the odds, and right now we don't have a lot of games. Now, are you going to get into the Bundesliga because they're starting up in May oh, 9th, will. Billy Godfather? <laughs> wherever, I, wherever I find an edge. I mean, if we're tossing quarters, if I've got an edge, I'm going to bet it. You know, I'm always looking for that edge. I'm always looking for positive expectation. I'm looking to make money. And, and the funny thing about the liquor and the sports betting is that's what built our country. That's what built the NFL, betting on these teams on Thursday night that nobody wanted to watch, and everyone was drinking at the games, and uh, finally, you know, it's happening. What was that Russian soccer league you were betting on years ago? <laughs> uh, Belarus? Secret information. Is that Belarus? <laughs> correlated. Uh, correlated, that's parlay. it. Yeah, the correlated parlays. Oh. Correlated parlays. Oh, he buried it. Wow. <laughs> Are you part of the Russian conspiracy? He had a really good August. Have let, you let been colluding you. with the Russians on uh, <laughs> soccer picks overseas? Man, if they give me information, I'm firing, Tony. I'm my game. Do you know, are you a puppet for Putin? That's what I want to know, Philly God, brother. Cor- Absolutely not. Absolutely Cor- not. Correlated God, Russian America. soccer. Correlated Russian soccer? Yes, yes. Sounds like a strip club. I'll tell you what, you could put a kid through college with what he made on that. Wow. Oh, my God. Those brown bags were adding yeah. up. Brown paper bags are coming. Now, how is Franz Beckenbauer looking for the uh, reopening of the Bundesliga? I haven't checked on him in a while. Come on, Harry. That's great, Franz Does, does Robin still play in the, Robin. In the no, Bundesliga? Yeah, no, he Rob- played for Bayern Munich. Bayern, yes, yeah. Rob. Let's go to our uh, European soccer expert, Bundesliga, <laughs> I, uh, Dutch soccer. I only know how to pronounce the names. I'm not uh, the expert on the teams. Okay. <laughs> now, there's two guys named Robin who yeah. are from Ro- the Netherlands. Right. Robin van Persie. Robin van Persie. No, not him. And Arjen Robin. That Arjen guy. Robin, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. I know the names, Von Persie was with Arsenal at one point in time a long yeah. while ago. Yeah. This is great soccer knowledge. Yeah. You're not getting this on any other no. sports show. Do you think these <laughs> other strappers know anything about the, the beautiful game? <laughs> What's the matter with you, man? Football. <laughs> All right, last thing, Philly Godfather. Of course, you know, where we're talking about these, these betting and stuff and what's out there right now. But, you know, people, people want act And horse racing, Harry had the story the other day. Fox Sports, they're going to they're gonna go heavy on, on, on horse racing because horse racing is still going on in the And NBC tracks. Sports Network. NBC and Sports yeah, Network. Yeah. People want action, man, and, you know, you don't have to go to the track. That's the best thing. You can sit at home and put your TV set on and bet all afternoon like a lot of degenerates who listen to this show do. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, long term, it's it's tough to make money betting on horses. Uh, obviously, we know horses don't bet on people for a reason. But we did give out Nadal a while back to win the Kentucky Derby at fifty to one on Twitter, and now I think those odds are down to six to one or eight to one. Mm. So uh, when that pops off, check out Nadal for the Kentucky Derby. But uh, horses are difficult, man. I'm not an expert at horses. I never, you know, proclaimed to be one. Uh, I talked to one, one buddy, Harry the Horse, who gets a lot of information. Yeah. And with me, horse racing is all about information. So if you get the right information, you can make a couple bucks. Well, if you were listening last year during the Kentucky Derby, when I released on this very broadcast entity, not on Sirius, we weren't on, on the Twitch stream, I gave it out on the air, oh. the Super Factor for the Kentucky Derby. I gave it out. But you didn't bet it. But then when I went to bet on it, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but oh. Luigi Curto. It's not me this time. It's no? not me, no. Luigi Curto confused me, and he's like, let's go to the kiosk. I like to go to the window and talk to people when right. you're allowed to touch and talk to people right. and hand money and get tickets. And I didn't bet my own picks, and I would have won. How much was it, like $90,000 no. or something like that? It was 500 and something because the one horse was disqualified. I don't remember or... what it was, but I don't even want to remember. Yeah, it was, five, it was 500 and something. Wow. Thousand. It's an outrage. A half a million dollars, Harry. I could have retired. Now, is Luigi working that off? I mean, how, how does <laughs> that know. work? No, no, no. I didn't blame him. So, I got a question for you. You know everybody and anybody. I mean, when we were down at you know, Super Bowl Radio Row, you know everybody. Who do you think the Eagles are going to pick with their... Uh... Well, I don't know that much. I don't know Howie Roseman. And even Howie Roseman probably doesn't. I met, I met the owners of teams <laughs> and a Hall of Famers down there. You name it. I mean, you don't have no uh, no no inclination of who you think the Eagles are going to take. I think they're going to go after a receiver. I think if they don't take a receiver, this city will be burning tonight. But then again, it's usually burning every night anyway, depending on, you know, what the weather is. No, I think they're going to take a receiver. If they take, if they take an offensive lineman down there, I'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. If they take a, a linebacker there, unless it's like the best linebacker who's still there, I think the I don't I know he doesn't listen to the fans, but I think they take a wide receiver because there's so many of them available. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. There's a lot of them available and that they sit there at twenty one and don't trade, they gotta take a receiver. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that kid Jefferson. He, yeah, that's he, who he, everybody's thinking. Hands, Justin Jefferson. Speed. Wide receiver six one two zero two from LSU. You think he'll be there at twenty one, or they have to move up I a little think, bit? I, I don't know. I think they have to move up to get him because yeah. he's that good. Uh, if they don't move up, obviously linebacker who's that kid Murray or Murray Patrick from Queen. Oklahoma. I think those two guys. Yeah. You know, Queen's got an upside. He's a little undersized, but the Eagles right. have not been very good at picking linebackers. Well, they haven't done it in the first round since nineteen seventy. And you know who that was, right? The guy from Jerry UCLA. Robinson yep. from UCLA. And you know why they took him? Dick Vermeil. Because Dick yeah. Vermeil coached him sure. at UCLA. But he was a great player, Jerry mm-hmm. Robinson. He was. Great guy. Fun guy to be around and an outstanding linebacker. They've taken some linebackers, not in the first round, but it just seems that none of them really pan out. And that's, that's why I think people would a little be, be a little leery if the Eagles go linebacker with their first pick. Well, you would think with Pittsburgh being so close, they could just make a phone call and see what they thought. Yeah, right. I'm sure there'll be some of that. But I, yeah. if you think I know who the Eagles are going to pick, I'm guessing like everybody else, man. I agree with you. It's a tough draft this year. A lot of uncertainty. Exactly right. Meanwhile, Philly Godfather, Gronk, touchdowns, five and a half, over, under. Uh, Seems too easy to go over. On that team. That's a tough one. Seems too easy to go over there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think they're begging How about Gronk over. receiving yards, 650 yards for the season, over or under? I would go under. Under mm. six feet? Yeah, I think so. Because he's not yeah. going to catch the all the way down the field. He's going to catch a couple of 
dump-offs, end zone, alley-oops, you know, because he's a big, strong guy. I agree, because they got a lot of weapons down there. Yeah, now. they do. I mean, Evans is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, so I'll go under on the uh, receiving yards. Five and a half touchdowns. I think he's going to get fed the ball a lot down in the red zone here. You're going over on the nine and a half wins, though, right? I went over nine. Yeah, I went over nine and a half as well. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Ladies and people and keep talking about how old Brady is. I mean, Breeze is almost as old as he is. So, uh, it's just, you know, there's, there's so much chatter out there. Oh, they're not going to be good. They're going to be overpriced. Tom Brady. If so they protect old. him, he's going to throw the football and he's going to complete them. That's the biggest question is the offensive line because he's got the weapons around him. And if he doesn't get blocked, they don't get an offensive lineman, the Patriots, I mean, the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, then they've done a bad job. You have to. And I know, you know, we were talking yesterday with, uh, with, with the Anthony Becht. Mm-hmm. They don't use tight ends. Bruce Arians is not a big multiple tight end guy. But when you got Gronk, you're not going to use him? All right, no, he'll, he'll adjust exactly. because of the talent. Damn right, man. But, I mean, they went 7-9 and nine last year with, with Jameis throwing 31 interceptions. And they lost six games by a score less, and two of them were in overtime. Yeah. And in the games that they did lose, I think Jameis threw 23 interceptions and the opposing quarterbacks threw just one. So this team could be very, very dangerous. Those were in the losses he threw 23 out of the 31. Wow. Exactly. Phil the Godfather, ladies and gentlemen. Follow him on Twitter. He always has good stuff. He's always this funny stuff. He posts pictures. He posts himself playing basketball. He's a regular guy. You know, he's not just pimping gambling all the time. Well, first of all, there's no gambling to pimp. <laughs> all right, I'm going to bring a John Deere down there next week, man. I'm going to mow out a, a hole. Yeah. Bring it all down. Right? Whatever you're ready, Harry, man. Open uh, invitation. All you guys. Much love. You, you got any sand down there? Because if you want a really good green, you got to mix some sand into it. Just let me know what I got to do. That's where they get the sand for a lot of the golf courses. <laughs> it's down near where he lives. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You bring yeah. sand to your own green? Uh, well. Yeah, can we teach the alpacas how to golf her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the alpacas. I haven't met the alpacas. The you alpacas will be the caddies. You uh, throw the bag Billy over Godfather the... Godfather raises alpacas down there. <laughs> can I ride them? Can you ride an alpaca? Uh, I haven't tried. I mean, Frank White, the you whole one I got to call Frank White, he's a little mean. I don't know. He's a little dangerous. An alpaca would be good for you. I'm a big <laughs> alpaca guy. I yeah. see those commercials late night. I've been trying to get one, but I don't think they'd work in South Philly in a 5x5 five five backyard, would no, they? They need some room to roam, don't they? Just tap. <laughs> Billy Godfather, always good to talk to you, man. We'll see you soon, I hope. Good luck. Stay safe. There he is. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Uh,